Welcome to the Early Educator Podcast. We talk about everything that you need when it comes to growing your business, overcoming obstacles, and making an impact to not only the children in your care, but to your community and your family. My name is Blake, and to my left today we have Philip Hester, the president of Our Daily Bread CACFP, and to my right we have Senta, who is the executive director of Our Daily Bread CACFP. Guys, how are we doing today? Doing good. Doing, doing good. good? Doing great. Yes, sir. Nice. Good. Doing great. Same here. Same here. It's warming up. Yes. Feeling good. Springtime. Yes. Weather is back. It <laughs> awesome. I was outside yesterday a little bit, and um, I was sitting out there when the kids play. I, was, I sat there, and I was, I was like, man. I looked, I looked at the weather said like 64 degrees. And so I was like, yeah, should we feel good? And after like five minutes, I was hot. I was like, whew, I started sweating. So it feels good to get back to that weather. So I'm really, really excited. Um, but yeah, hope you guys love the weather too, those who live in the Tennessee area. Um, but yeah, so today we have a topic for you. Um, basically, we just wanted to talk about um, the just basically having a good foundation. Because I know like with us in 2020, COVID-19 hits with our daily bread, you know, things, everybody's business got, a lot of people got shut down. A lot of people were like, okay, we have to go out of business for the next like month or so. And so it was a scary time, uh, especially for us, because like for us, we work with, uh, we work with daycares and daycare homes, daycare centers. And so um, we know that for a lot of them, um, they were told, you know, to go home, stay in lockdown um, until further notice. And so for us, it was tough, but through that, we were able to, we managed to st- stay, not just stay up and running, but we were also able to, to keep all of our staff, uh, which was a huge blessing. And, and we got to be able to keep, keep our staff, keep, keep everything running, keep, basically keep, keep everything the same. Um, of, of course we did, we, of course, you know, like we know we made some different financial decisions, but we were able to keep things stable. Um, and so it made me think for us um, during the hardship, we were able to have a really solid foundation. And so um, basically I just wanted to talk to you all and kind of get y'all's thoughts of, you know, preparing for hardships and just preparing for potentially the worst or having a good foundation. What are things that you all think that a, um, that a a daycare childcare facility um, needs to have in order to make sure that they have that firm foundation. Well, one of the things you want to do, uh, you know, first of all, is make sure that you're keeping good records. Um, mm-hmm. That was one of the things, because I know, uh, like you mentioned, COVID, uh, through co- uh, the early stages of COVID, especially in 2020, there were some programs uh, that uh, thankfully USDA put in place, and uh, not only USDA, but the federal government put in place and um, that we were able to, um, uh, you know, apply for some of the hardships that we did face. However, with a lot of childcare sites, one of the things that we noticed the most, the reason a lot of sites couldn't apply for the PPP, uh, which is um, uh, was uh, one of the largest uh, programs, uh, mm-hmm. one of the reasons they couldn't do that is because they really didn't keep good records. It's not that they didn't keep records. They didn't keep 
all of the records that they should have had uh -huh. so in place. So uh, a lot of businesses, not just childcare facilities, uh, you know, just weren't able to apply for that uh, financial help. There were some grant opportunities in childcare in particular that some sites were not able to take advantage of because of their records, you know, that they didn't have. So Damn. I would say one of the main things is that you have to make sure that you're keeping good records and your records are sound. Um, you know, like your daily sign in and outs, uh, your payments uh, and things like that, your payroll, you want to make mm -hmm. sure that all those things are in, uh, are, are in place. Um, and that, that was one of the things that helped uh, us tremendously is that, you know, we, keep very good records here and uh, we're able to track everything and really uh, take advantage of some of those uh, opportunities that that the government uh, offered because it was much needed. And a lot of our sites uh, that now, however, they were able to uh, uh, to apply because they, they, they had good records, but not all. Mm. But uh, so uh, that's one of the first things that I would say and make sure that you have real good records. Hmm, that's something. Is that I, at least for me, I always think you know have a good records just in case for like an audit or something to make sure that you stay compliant with everything good. But keeping good records could also mean you possibly like applying for these different programs, things like that. That could that could help you and save you in, in a situation like that. That's something. Yeah, and I I agree. I I totally agree. And. I would also say that um, another thing is you you when when starting a facility or even having a facility you have to have when starting you have to have a purpose. I mean, you say I'm doing childcare because I want to keep children, but it's bigger than that. And mm -hmm. so, starting out with any business, it has you have to be driven to do that, and you have the purpose behind it has to be bigger than. Just I'm starting childcare just to keep kids it has to be in your heart. It has to be a heart thing, um, and also you have to have strong values um, with any business that you do. Um, you also have a clear vision, um, yeah. a clear vision, clear mission. We've talked about that in a previous podcast, mm -hmm. and in setting that solid foundation for your business. And you have to live by that. You have to work by that. You have to enforce everything you do has to be driven by that mm -hmm. in your organization. Um, and I think something, a really big thing is you have to separate, always separate business from personal. That mm -hmm. helps with that solid foundation as well. Um, mm -hmm. A business plan is a huge thing in your, in your business. You always have to have that business plan. Yeah. Um, and follow that business plan and keeping that foundation solid. Okay. If you don't mind, could, could you go more into the business plan? Like what, what exactly would that consist of? Absolutely. There's your financials in that business plan. There's that what of that business plan. How are yeah. we going to do this? There's that how many employees am I going to need? What am I going to pay my employees? Um, there's that financial end of the, the kitchen, the cook, the food. Um, how much is it going to cost to feed, you know, if, what is my capacity going to be for my, uh, facility? And if my capacity is this, how many children am I going to feed? What is it going to cost me to feed those children? Mm. Is it just an all out business plan for what it's going to cost me to run that facility? Mm. And so 
what is it going to cost me to feed my employees? Um, so what is my total and overall cost going to be? Mm-hmm. And there, there's, there are um, templates and things that you can find on the, out on the website that will help you with just a general all-out business plan, but you'll have to do the plug-in for that okay. um, business plan. But you definitely have to operate off of a business plan. Oh, okay. That that seems really important too. That is. Well, that might be something we might do a training on or something. <laughs> that, make a business plan. That definitely is that you cannot operate without a business plan. Man. And uh, you know, like Cynthia said, the one of the biggest things in there, you know, you want the how tos, uh, but once, you know, the thing and that you had mentioned earlier that kept us afloat during COVID when it hit, you know, we lost eighty percent, almost ninety percent of our revenue. Um, you know, that was, you know, we, you know, that could have been devastating. It was devastating to so many, but, Mm -hmm. um, but you want to also position yourself for those rainy days because it's going to rain. It's going to rain in, in, in our lives personally, it's going to rain in our businesses. And what I mean by that is tough times are going to come and you want to make sure that you have that budget to support those tough times. And in that budget, it's just, you know, basic math. You don't, you know, just like in our personal, likewise in business, don't spend more than you make. Mm. You know, I mean, granted, there may be times when you take out a loan, but you may not always have to take out business loans to stay afloat. You know, manage what you have. Try not to spend mm-hmm. more than you make. That That's one of the one of the biggest things. Um, and, and limit the amount of debt that you take on. Um, mm. We're very big on that. Um, and also, you know, personal finances, even in our agency, we, we want our team, uh, the 25 people that we have on this team, we want them to be financially stable. Mm-hmm. Um, we offer financial courses for our own team. And so uh, now, why is that important? Yeah. You can't work. None of us can work if if we're afraid we're looking out the window every hour to see if our car's getting repossessed or or we're mm-hmm. worried about, you know, what we're gonna do our, because our finances aren't and so my job performance, mm-hmm. my finances, believe it or not, are a part of my health, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm gonna be physically worried about things that, you know, that I, you know, it, that's coming up in my life financially. So a budget, it, likewise, especially in your business, you know, if, if you're worried that you're going to get foreclosed on or, or that, you know, it's just hard to work, your mind mm-hmm. is somewhere else. So uh, finances and budget is very important. Uh, uh, try to cash flow as much as you can of your business. Um, and another thing too, uh, you're try to limit some of your personal luxuries. You know, you may mm-hmm. not be driving a brand new car. That's okay. You know, mm-hmm. just because you're the business owner or business director, you don't have to have the nicest car in the lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just stay within your means because there's a bigger picture out here, and and that's your that's going to be your business. And yeah. can I say before um, you go too much further, I. I that to me parallels to Philip was saying you can't focus on your job if you are 
if it's in your the forefront, the back of your mind, or even the forefront of your mind, if mm-hmm. you're thinking about your finances or somebody coming to repossess your car, that type of thing. Yeah. To me, that brings up the the fact of the children just as well. You know, if you if the children are if you're trying to just like on our program, if we're trying reimbursing for them, feeding them healthy, nutritious meals. If the children aren't receiving those healthy, nutritious meals that the educators are being reimbursed for feeding them, then they as well can't focus if they're not fed those healthy, nutritious meals that these educators are receiving, you know, Mm -hmm. from us, they just the same. Children can't focus if they're not receiving the nutrients and well-balanced, healthy, nutritious meals that they need. So that's that's the same exact thing, you know. Mm kids yeah. so that just yeah. popped out in my popped head out. Yeah. <laughs> it just popped out before i forget it true. i'm sorry but you know it is it's so true you know because yeah. food the food and learning those two things go hand in hand you mm-hmm. know they go hand in hand yeah i'm sorry philip no no that's fine. that was just that's so important <laughs> to me yeah absolutely i'm sorry i know you were on a roll oh no stuff, we were just talking but, about uh, budget but that's yeah fine. but that foundation and that mm-hmm. budget yeah, yeah. Um, I I was talking to somebody actually here at at the office a couple weeks ago. Um, we were out for lunch, and uh, and kind of like you said, it someone had like a brand new truck. It was a nice looking truck, and and uh, one of our other staff members mentioned like, "Hey, did you see that it's a really nice truck?" And and because because other person in the staff has a truck as well, and they're like, "It's a really nice truck." And the person in our staff said, "Yeah, but mine's paid off." <laughs> and it's like you know, it's like a 1997 truck. But he's like, he's so he loves that truck. I just tell he's so passionate because you know it's like yeah, it's paid off. So that's nice. But I have I don't have the worry of yeah. having, to, having to make payments on that thing. Exactly. And um, they ride so much better when they're paid off. Oh man, <laughs> they're fun to drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's funny, it's funny how your mind shifts when uh-huh. you finally get it. When you're like, I don't have to be the one that I don't have to have that brand new this or brand new that because my funds can be spent elsewhere, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and or can be saved for living the same type of life I'm living right now later on down the road. Yeah. Everything's paid off and I'm, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, it's true. And then think too, like why you buy some things like, do I buy this thing? I like, yes, I like it, but do I like it? Cause I want to look good. I want people to see that I look good. Like I want to drive by somebody for five seconds and they say, Oh, nice car. And that's it. You know? Um, so it's important too, for sure. It is. Yeah. It's different. Um, but yeah, I guess on that too, um, well, when it comes to, I guess, stay on. T- you mentioned stay on top of records and and like something like that. Well, is there other things you guys think are like, are important for them to stay focused on? I don't know if you want to go more in depth about like their budget, how it should be laid out, or whatever. I do as far as like spending and purchasing. Uh, okay, that's one of the the things that that we did here when we first started the agency in and and Senta started in '95 and our very first office. Well, you know, it was just, oh man, it was just almost like a little, just an open space, you know, old hardwood floors and we just makeshift office. It looked I mean, like a gymnasium floor. Yeah, it, it, it did. It was like we could shoot ball in there. Uh, but it was not that it was that big. It was yeah. just the floor was like, I mean, shoot some ball in here. Uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, man, we just, we went out to garage sales and we mm-hmm. found 
desk, uh, binders, uh, pens. I mean, we were, I mean, we were low budget, but it was, you know, functional items that we could actually use and, and we got them at a very discounted price. So don't be afraid to go out and, you know, whether it's garage sales or if you see uh, that a, that a childcare facility is closing, hey, can I come through and get first dibs on some of your equipment, mm-hmm. some of your, you know, some of your, uh, whether it's outdoor equipment, indoor, off, whatever. Can I come through and take a look at that? I you know I hate your closing, but I would love to come around and take a look. Don't be afraid to do that and repurpose those things. You don't always have to go out and buy new, bigger, better, you know, granted you, you want the, the best technology for your children that, that you can find, mm-hmm. but don't be afraid to go uh, and, and really look for those bargains. And, mm-hmm. and we did that for years. And I don't, I, I don't know, it, it was probably, I think we were in business maybe 10 years before we bought the first piece of new office furniture. Wow. And believe it or not, we kept that until we moved into this building and uh, one particular piece that we bought in like 90, I think it was like 2004. Early 2000s. Yeah, early Mm. 2000s. And we had that until we moved in this building in 2020. Wow. No, 2019. So for 15 years, we had this one particular set of furniture around that long. That was your your desk. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That and uh, it was like a big oh, yeah. section desk thing. I mean, we were proud. We were proud of it. This big yeah. unit had a big hutch on it. I mean, but that was the first piece of new furniture that we bought. It wasn't all that expensive, but we just nickeled and dimed to yeah. you know to get uh, you know all of our furniture. Um, I mean, it, we would just be tickled to find yeah. office supplies. You'd be surprised what you can find just at a garage sale. Mm-hmm. So, but we did that for a number of years, and you know, we just like you know anything we can that would help us in our business. So, don't be afraid to do that. That was always so. Mm. But I would also focus on. I would also build a website. I would focus on website or some kind of presence that. Um, for somewhere to, for people to go to, to be mm-hmm. able to, to see your business and get information about your business. And, um, mm-hmm. I would also, um, for foundationally, um, focus on the relationships that you build in your business because mm-hmm. that builds a good solid foundation, oh, okay. uh, for, um, educators with their families mm-hmm. um build those relationships and definitely um pay attention to those relationships and focus on those that helps to build your foundation mm. that's really a good point mm-hmm. really a point um because yeah with business side yeah the things you focus on but having those close relationships mm-hmm. that that's some yeah that's really good that's really good yeah okay so how do you think um how do you, how do you think a um, educator can prepare for what we think is the best steps for preparing for hardships? You guys have any um thoughts on that? Like things to focus on or, or to have to focus on when the hard times come because they will they will come. Like we just said that they don't don't bank on they won't they will. <laughs> you know I think it's really important. 
So there's two sides to that. There's a financial side, and then there, again, is their relationship side. Mm-hmm. Because they're, like I said, if you focus on that relationship and you build on that relationship, whatever you've put in place to, um, once you've built that relationship, when that time comes, if things come where there's disagreements or things of that sort, you know how to handle those people that are in those those parents or in our case those educators those types of things then you once you have those relationships you know how to deal with those relationships and you should be able to nurture those relationships once Mm. they're there um the financial side of that like philip said is from the from beginning is when we did things to be good stewards of Mm. the finances that we have um when we um, you be you you always from the beginning should make sure that you're financially viable, mm-hmm. and um, financially viable. Rather that is to um, save money, or or in in an educator's position, it would be to save money to make sure that you didn't spend frivolously. Um, mm-hmm. You poured back into your facility. You made sure that you did things uh, for the longevity. Um, the things that you bought for your facility were things that were durable and were going to last. You wouldn't buy them today and have to buy them again next year. Mm. Um, things of that sort. But the big thing is to save and to make sure that um, you look, the things you did today were things you did to plan for tomorrow. Um, okay. Is the way I see it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. And continually to, and the other piece of that for me is to, to pour, to do things, to pour into the children, rather it to be, you have your facility and you, you, yeah, you have your toys, yeah, you have your activities, yeah, you have your art, you have your different things like that. But I think the the meat and the big pieces to that is um, the things that are going to travel with them, like to, to prepare them for, for school, your mm-hmm. uh, curriculum. Your uh, the things that you know that they need to to move on. So uh-huh. I think those two are things that are pouring into the children, and those are things that are here today that are going to be there for years to come for the kids. Mm-hmm. So I think okay. those are things are partnerships with people, um, with your CCR and R's, your different departments. I don't want to get into names because there's so many different names that they could partner with. So. Mm-hmm. And so forgive me for, for just naming one person. There's mm-hmm. several different partnerships that we have that yeah. are very valuable. But you partner with those different organizations that, you know, you know that are very, very valuable partnerships that will um that you'll be able to use that will pour into the children mm-hmm. for, for time for years to come. Mm-hmm. That yeah. will be with them for a lifetime actually, because that is a foundation for the mm-hmm. children, a solid foundation, a solid platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it's great to use those that have resources, uh, you know, uh, but also child care licensing. You know, I know with some they feel that that's, oh, you know, man, they're they're trying to regulate me or they they're forcing me to do that. No, they want you to win mm-hmm. child care licensing. Absolutely. That's their job. They, they their job is to make sure you win and they're going to give you the tools and they're going to regulate you to position you to win. They're not there to hurt you. So that's what's going to sustain you is to build those relationships with your childcare licensures um, and ask them for their input. 
You know, you may be doing something that you feel is just, man, perfect and right. However, it may not be within a certain regulation. Mm. So you just want to, you know, bounce those, uh, uh, bounce that information off them to make sure that one, you're in compliance, that you're, uh, that you're doing uh, things the right way. You're operating your business in the right way. And they will help guide you. That, that's all they are. They're, they are a guide to your success. Don't look at them as, oh, here they come, or even the CACFP mm-hmm. for that matter. Our Daily Bread CACFP is not here to penalize anybody. We want you to win on this program, likewise with licensing. So to sustain your business, you, you need that good working relationship with child care licensing, like I said, to said CCR&R. Tecta, there's so many, uh, there's so uh, uh, child child aware, uh, mm-hmm. so many different groups in Kentucky that may, you know make sure that you're using all of those and you're working with them to build your business because that's what they're there for to help you thrive and build your business. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, because ultimately, like like with us too, like well we win if you guys win and the more you win the more we win too so we definitely want that and and yeah that's a really good point um another thing i want to mention too um when it comes to like assets and liabilities a lot of times it's tough to know like sometimes what's the best thing to spend on whatever would you are there a couple of things you guys would say uh are investments that are worth that you'd say were worth investing into whether that's a certain department in the business or um or yeah do any kind of anything in the business where you'd say like yeah this costs up front but in the long term it could really save save you financially save you whatever yes train 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 training 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 <laughs> training did i say training <laughs> train. absolutely that is something that you should invest in your team for is training um, that is the number one thing we did a, um, a breakdown with our team, with our executive team. And we thought, um, other things were at the top. And so we did this exercise to see which things were at the top and we, which one thing would come out at the top. And we were all surprised because we thought other things would be up there at number one mm-hmm. training one. I mean, with flying colors. Mm-hmm. which was the one thing, um, the first, I guess a number one, number one thing, not the one thing, number one thing that um, was the number one thing that, sh- you know, our team needed, wanted, um, was training. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that is true for most because then we looked at our educators and training one out again as the mm-hmm. number one thing so i think when you look at um an, again a good foundation training send your educators to training let them watch our training that we have available on our website on our youtubes on our mm-hmm. you know facility on our all of our social media that we have available but i would say training is really really a a good uh for building a good foundation and not just that initial training, but training um, is constant. It's mm-hmm. not a one and done type thing. Mm. 
Yeah, continuing education is a big thing. Uh, later on this month, we're going to be sending uh, it's about 14 uh, people to uh, New Orleans for a training. Mm. Now, is that something that we have to do? No, it's not. But that is something that is definitely worth the investment and that you're going to get on the back end because they're going to get uh, a specific training on the job that they do every day. And especially in this business, it's, you know, it's kind of hard to find, uh, you know, not everybody does what we do and that's mm -hmm. perfectly fine. But this was going to be, this is going to be specialized training. Uh, and we'll, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's a large cost, uh, you know, in our budget, but well worth it to do mm -hmm. so. Uh, now, and you may not have a large budget to fly people all over the country and, and, and get them uh, trained in that area. But there's some free trainings, like Senta mentioned from us, mm -hmm. from uh, child care licensing, CCRNR, and others, uh, and, um, and all these child care resources, just free trainings that are out there. Mm -hmm. Let your people walk through those trainings, talk about those, discuss those. Training uh, is probably the number one investment um, in your business because you have to have people that's equipped to do the job on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Now, as far as uh, some things um, in and around your business, um, you know, you, you want a good, clean, safe facility mm -hmm. um, and you have to invest in aesthetics. You want your place to look good, mm -hmm. you know, um, and sometimes it may not require, you know, redoing and remodeling, but maybe just a little elbow grease, getting things cleaned up, you know, and and in place and 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 well put together yeah uh on a regular basis uh, uh those type things will be you know uh, something that can be relatively uh inexpensive mm -hmm. but um definitely worth the investment uh if depends on your demographic if you are uh, in infant care and you have a lot of very young children or early toddlers um uh, then uh, you know invest in good equipment for them uh mm. now you don't have to go out and once again you don't have to buy new it could be someone that just purchased a lot of new equipment that for whatever reason they may be closing uh, now you can go out and uh you know buy that equipment for pennies on the dollar mm. uh, so um, and then likewise if if you are or if you have an after school program Make that investment in technology, some things that's going to enhance um, their education. And, mm -hmm. and when they're coming, they're not just going to run around the yard or, or to do, you know, or to do their homework. They're, they're able to, uh, you're able to invest in their ongoing education as well. Mm. Yeah. I think one thing that's helped us a lot, too, is investing and in having someone help with, like, bookkeeping, counting stuff. That's helped a lot because that, that's actually managed to save us sometimes with, with some situations. And um, I think, like I said, because keeping good records is super important. So having somebody, if you notice like something that you don't like or you struggle doing in general is something that could really help you long run too. I definitely want, I wanted to mention that later, by the okay, way. Okay, yeah. But uh, I'm glad you mentioned it right Go here. That was one of the things with us, you know, um, that was money I didn't, man, I just never was comfortable spending you know and we mm -hmm. do a good job with our own books and but if you're ready to grow 
you know, mm-hmm. I'm not an accountant. That's not what I do. I, mm-hmm. I do it and did it fairly well. That's mm-hmm. not what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, so don't think that you're saving money by adding tasks to your day to day because now mm-hmm. you're just checking boxes and knocking out tasks. And that's what we were doing. But, and you know, in mm-hmm. order for us to actually grow, when once we were able, that's what we did. We were like, hey, let's get uh, a good accounting firm that we can work with that can help us with the day to day payroll and everything. And because that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And we do CACFP, and we can do CACFP better if we allow the accounting to do accounting. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what we did. And there was some training modules out there that, well, why would we spend hours and months and years trying to build this big training module when mm-hmm. they already have the training module? Yeah. Go ahead and make that investment mm-hmm. and get the return on that investment for that tra- particular training model. So there mm-hmm. were, uh, you know, there's times when, when you do, when you have to, uh, if you find yourself like I was, just spending an inordinate <clears throat> amount of time doing finances. I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I am not an accountant. This is more than I can handle. Mm-hmm. So now let's find somebody that we trust that we're gonna do that. We uh, work with a great team of people, the KF group. Uh, they're phenomenal um mm-hmm. and i would like to have them on one day to talk about finances and awesome. the importance of that because um that is you know that's like we we're talking about records and that was one of the things that really hurt a lot of businesses their accounting just wasn't in order mm-hmm. and so accounting is very much at the top right there mm-hmm. once again yeah well i'd like to say a couple of things um you said that other the businesses, their accounting wasn't in order. Sometimes you don't even know that your accounting isn't really, you think you're doing a great job, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you bring a group in like KF group and you're like, oh, they did this and they did this and they did this. I wasn't doing that. I wasn't doing, you know, and it, they just make it so much easier because you just hand it all to them, you mm-hmm. know? And the other thing I was going to say is, you know, when you gave all that, accounting work that which you wasn't an accountant (laughs) to them which by the way i've been trying to get you to do for years (laughs) um that freed you up though to do so many you know so many more presidential duties you know Mm -hmm. that you were going okay i'm checking the box i'm doing that real quick okay but now you're like wow you know Mm -hmm. so that's Mm -hmm. something else to consider is that you as and it takes some of the stress off of the directors um Mm -hmm. at the facilities if you'll just give them this and let them do this you can do this this and this as a director you know in your facility you really Mm -hmm. it really will free you up to do this and Mm -hmm. that will make their job so much easier Mm. Um, and that is hard. Mm-hmm. And, and Philip is mm-hmm. attesting to that. It's hard to hand it over to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you can go in and look at your account and go, all right, all this is done. And so now, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and go on with your, you know, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to finish. Okay. Uh, but uh, I'm sorry about that. That's, I didn't want to lose my. <laughs> it's okay. uh, but, uh, uh, but you know that's one of the hurdles with a lot of childcare facilities that that do partner with us and 
and you know, and there's that fee, you know, for the child care centers. That's always everybody's hurdle. They don't want to pay that. Uh, and, and that is a pain point of theirs. And we certainly understand that, mm-hmm. but our agency, you know, we've got 25 trained people here that can, that's going to make sure that you're staying in compliance, that is making sure that, I mean, this is what we do. Like I said, mm-hmm. you do childcare, you don't do CACFP. We do. Mm-hmm. We keep up with the rules, regulations, federal, state, local, mm-hmm. all the regulations. This is that's what we do. Let us handle that, mm-hmm. yeah. and um, and and if if let us handle that CACFP, you handle childcare. You're going to be so much better at childcare, I promise you, mm-hmm. than you are at CACFP because you don't. You're not going to have the time. And this is what we do. Uh, mm-hmm. Likewise, um, you know, in your business, we're not trying to come in and tell you how to do childcare. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, that's what you do. That's yeah. your business, you know, that's, that's your primary focus. So, you know, uh, it's definitely worth the investment, uh, mm-hmm. because you, you know, you do, um, you know, you, you have somebody that's advocating and keeping you in compliance. Uh, not only that, um, you have training on demand with us and we, we can have mm-hmm. a staff member contact you. And, tr- and get you and your whole entire team trained. You don't have to send them across country to get trained or cross state to get trained. We can come in and do that for you. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the, the fee. You know, yeah. that's part of what we do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. It helps a lot too <laughs> whenever uh, you have somebody that helps you with your rent, keeping and accounting and stuff like that. Cause when I, I remember, I remember back in the day when audit time came, man, we were running around like chickens with their head cut off. Like we we're running around, we need this, we need this. We're like, fine. we were all over the place. But now we have digging audits. out files. Oh, it's in yeah. here somewhere. Oh man, we were sifting through. But now we have audits. You know, like you know, still a little bit of like okay, but a lot of times we can be like, hey, hey, camp group, we got auditing. Can you do this? They're like, are taking care. We got it. You know, it's it's a good feeling um, to know you got somebody that. That, that you know has under control um that's helped a lot but yeah is, is there anything else you guys want to mention um about anything about foundation i do i want to yeah. say um foundation as a whole philip touched base on it a little bit and we talked about i talked about training and philip talked about you know usda and how we have that how you know we send our team to you know, be, we're going to send a lot of our tra- team to be trained. And this this conference that we're sending them to is specific to the CACFP. So mm-hmm. they get specialized training in their area at this training. And um, I just, I do, I just want to say that we, you know, and he talked about the, the our educators not, you know, some people don't want to pay that fee and this, that, and the other. And I just want to reiterate the fact that you know, we do know exactly what the federal guidelines are. We know we keep up with that on a regular and continual basis. Even within our organization, we have a policy and regulation committee that keeps mm-hmm. up with those things. So we do make sure that we know exactly what those things are. And um, so even when we go to this conference, we get the latest of what the what USDA has to say about these guidelines. Mm-hmm. And so that 
is another layer of what a foundation is for these for our educators knowing mm -hmm. that when we get this information we distributed it right out to them or if there's a regulation that um, we know about um, that needs to be implemented about whatever you know the paperwork is they're doing or whatever we know exactly what that is mm -hmm. and so building that foundation and knowing what that foundation is there's no more secured security than that that's a security mm -hmm. blanket, another line of a security blanket for them. And he talked about the, their uh, files or their uh, their files being in order and things like that. We're that security blanket mm -hmm. for them because mm -hmm. we're the direct line mm -hmm. to the to our state and to the USDA. Yeah. Whereas, like mm -hmm. he said, some of their files may have not have been in order. So do they have that direct line mm -hmm. to the USDA? Yeah. They might, but they get a memo and they might go, I'll read it later. Well, mm -hmm. you can't afford to do that. No. You can't afford to put mm -hmm. it on the back burner and say, I'll read mm -hmm. it later. And yeah. so we we do. We read that. We act on that and we send that information information out and implement it. Yeah. So that's another layer to building that solid foundation to an organization to a, a, a child care center, daycare home, you name it. So yeah. you must build that solid foundation. Mm -hmm. And we're we're part of helping them to build that foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to uh, just speak to the uh, family daycare home um, educators, just real brief. Uh, I know that you're offering care to a smaller group. Uh, those are some advantages that you have as a uh, daycare home provider, because not everybody wants their child to be in a hundred or plus mm -hmm. childcare setting. And that's understandable. It's just like, you know, anything, but you have that small specialized care use that to your advantage you know for those that are looking for that type of care you know let them know that it's it's more one-on-one -on -one and 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 very specialized and uh flexibilities you have more flexibilities uh you may be able to accommodate uh, pa uh parents in certain areas whether opening a little earlier or staying open a little bit later, you do have those flexibilities. However, you also want to make sure that, uh, you know, it is your home mm -hmm. uh, and you want to make sure that uh, it does fit you and your family schedule. Because a lot of times too, we, we get so caught up into, man, you really want the business. You really want those families to find you and you, you want to care for those children. And sometimes we can, Overpromise, mm -hmm. and uh, and when we overpromise, sometimes we underperform, and we can find ourselves, you know, a little bit, you know, unhappy because mm -hmm. we've agreed to doing this yeah. for the sake of our business. But be very firm. You always want to create those boundaries with your um, with your parents. This is the time that I open. This is the time I go. You are a business just as as well as you know, a hundred uh, plus uh, facility. Th these are my hours. These, um, you know, this is what, you know, when we open and when we close. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I do want to say this, but <laughs> because you do have a life outside of mm -hmm. child care. That's separating that business and personal. I, exactly. You have to separate the two. Yeah. Uh, child care is your business. Child care is not your life. So, and, and make sure that your uh, parents know that hmm. um, for their, 
for the uh, daycare home uh, educators. Mm. Yeah. Good points. You guys have anything else you guys want to mention? No. Nope. I do not. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, like I said, like we've been mentioning, you know, if, if you do want to contact us and see how we can help you and be another safety net, you can feel free to contact us um, through social media, through our phone number, anything. Um, but yeah, do you guys have any other announcements or anything you want to mention? No. Nope. we sign off? No announcements. Nothing? Uh, cool. Also, uh, for those that are, are on the CACFP, uh, well, first of all, let me speak to the ones that aren't. Uh, and, you you know, you are a little reluctant. Uh, you know, you can always uh, call us and uh, or email us. We'll contact you. And we can just do an analysis to see if the program fits you. It doesn't fit everybody. Some may qualify. Some may not. And that's perfectly fine. Or um, and we can do an analysis of the children that you serve, the demographic, uh, you know, the income, and weigh all that out just to see if you qualify. Um, because this program is 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 an awesome program. It is um, funded by the USDA, which and that's what we're, we were talking at the onset of this uh, podcast. How important it is to keep up with your records. Uh, you know, it's a federally funded program. We have to be good stewards of that money, and we we feel that we do it very well, and we're very proud of that. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, but if you're not on the program, just see if you qualify for the program and uh, see if it fits you and your your daycare. Mm. Uh, also, for those that are on the program, make sure that you make CACFP a part of your selling points when you're interviewing families when, or when they're interviewing you to bring their children there. Let them know that you're going to be supplying their their meals. That those meals, it's not going to affect tuition at all. That's mm-hmm. all encapsulated in whatever your tuition is. You're not charging any extra to serve meals to their children. You're going to be serving nutritious, healthy meals to the children. Mm-hmm. Children are going to be able to. Uh, they're going to be. They're going to be in uh, attendance more at mm-hmm. your facility because they're healthier getting good meals. Uh, That's going to also free up parents. You know, that's one of the big pain points for parents, you know, having to prep meals for their child's uh, uh, daycare experience. Well, that's all handled. That's one less thing that a parent has to do. So, um, you know, that's a great selling point for you and your child care business. Make sure that you're doing that. But uh, more than anything, we are... um, helping form those little ones' palates for nutritious, to give them that taste for nutritious foods. Uh, and I granted, I, I get it. Uh, we've all done it. I know that a lot of times we find ourselves riding around, especially if your kids are in any type of sport, you're just burgers and fries over the back seat. We're picking up what they want here. And, uh, you know, uh, that's mm-hmm. chicken nuggets, you know, tossing in the back. You know, I, we we get that. I understand that, but you know, that's not what childcare is about. You know, we we want to offer children good, healthy, nutritious meals, and uh, in a childcare setting because that's where they're spending most of their days mm-hmm. and most of their uh, time during the day. So that's mm-hmm. a that's a very good thing. And the thing about uh, our daily bread CACFP, I do want to say that we do have a our menus are very diversified. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, uh, I mean. 
culturally diversified and, uh, you know, as far as health wise, we have a uh, meatless Mondays, which is awesome. Uh, that's vegetarian options. Not everybody, you know, has to go the vegetarian route, but there are some alternatives to meat, meat products, uh, that we mm-hmm. implement to introduce that to uh, a lot of the, uh, educators. Um, mm-hmm. There's also options to create your own menus. You can, if you'd like, uh, if you do create your own menu, that's wonderful, but it does have to meet the USDA standards. So make sure that you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the rising cost of food, the CACFP is a great option because we're gonna help reimburse you for the food that you serve to the children in your care. And right now, more than ever, I think that's something that that all of our sites need. I would mm-hmm. love to see this in every single child care facility out there because it's much needed. And you're yeah. showing a higher standard by being on the program. You know, mm-hmm. you're showing that you do care about the children's uh, nutrition and health and uh, overall health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you're already uh, meeting the child care, stand- the uh, CACFP standards if you're a licensed facility. So... The next mm-hmm. step is just to give us a call and to see if you qualify for the food program. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, we'd be more than happy to come alongside you um, on this program. And like Philip said, with the rising cost of food, um, this really, really would be a great addition to your um, center or to your home. Um, and we would love, love to hear from you. So just give us a call and... Um, we're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thanks yeah. guys so much for listening to uh, episode six. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day.